Oh no. Okay. Yes, cool. the animals are quiet right now. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that is that is good. Um, hello, welcome to Oh No with Anna Campion. Um, I am so excited to have um, Anastasia here with us today. Um, do you go by full Anastasia or do you prefer Anna or just? You know, it's weird because I have, uh, when I was a child actor, they changed my name and I changed it back to my original name. So I have uh. no um, actual uh, loyalty to anything. Yeah. You, <laughs> no, you, someone, someone's like Mary and you're like, yep. Yep. I could, like, they could I, be talking to me. I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I would just call me is mm -hmm. basically the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's true enough. I don't care if you get my name, right. If you're giving me opportunity, I'm there. Exactly. I'll, I'll be named Jennifer <laughs> if you need me to. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Uh, you were a child actor. That's pretty cool. Was. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Like I always thought, like I guess as you get older, because I'm like in my I'm I'm in my late thirties now, and mm -hmm. um, I go, oh, that's just like I just grew up normal. And then the more, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the more I like unpack that. Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, how long were you like? What years were you active? Um, well, I started. Um, acting when I was about uh I think my first major audition was like three or mm -hmm. uh and then like I became union by the time I was like eight right so um and then like I acted all the way up until like that awkward teen phase where I looked like a like a cabbage patch doll that like had boobs and it was just weird <laughs> Sick. so that yeah you're like oh it's not working out right yeah. now we'll wait a few years um I mean, I still like tried, but it was just not, it was not, yeah, <laughs> not working. Right. Uh, <laughs> Fair so enough. yeah, like I never really left. It just kind of like, I feel like we all go through an awkward phase. And when you're going through an awkward phase in auditioning, it's just, it's, it's it stings that much harder. I can oh, imagine. God. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. And I always kind of look like a Shirley Temple cabbage patch ish thing. I just had to like grow into a yeah, weird yeah version of that <laughs> yeah for sure like um like adult annie like the yeah. michelle wolf bit on seth myers um exactly <laughs> uh were you did you just do like commercials and stuff or were you in like tv and movies and that sort of thing um well i did like the lamp like i did a lot of singing so i did like oh, lamb chop i did like the adams family movies i like i did cool. a lot of soundtrack work where i would also sometimes play the characters so nice. a lot of times my voice and sometimes it's me and my voice and my face <laughs> oh my god yeah how glamorous so glamorous <laughs> you know it was the glamorous of glamorous lives in north hollywood <laughs> yeah i can i can imagine i can i it sounds glamorous to my uh suburban northern virginia uh upbringing yeah where... it's different <laughs> Yeah, the the glamour that we would have would be like someone's dad would be like a senator and they would come in and give us a talk. But um That's pretty that glamorous. Um it feels in hindsight, it's scummy. <laughs> it's okay. that, that tracks too. You know? Never mind. <laughs> like in like in hindsight, or like, you know, someone who was like the White House correspondent or whatever, and they'd come in and just be like, just follow your dreams. And I'm like, okay Georgetown like did you did you ever ask them did you was this your dream? was this your dream <laughs> no I would have been that been, jackass been that's why right I did once ask Anderson Cooper uh he came to my college he did a town hall with James Comey at the College Ooh. of William and Mary um and I was in the audience and before the 
cameras like before it went live he had had the audience ask for questions he was like does anyone have any questions and my hand shot up before I could even think of anything and then he called on me because I I just I was like I want him to know I exist and so the first thing that came to mind is I was like how do you stay so good looking at the age of 50 (laughs) what the fuck like I know you dated um Andy Cohen like how close did you guys get yeah (laughs) (laughs) what's Andy Cohen like I know you guys still vacation together. Would you rather would details. you rather be trapped in an elevator with Kathy Griffin or Andy Cohen? <laughs> but uh yeah, and he was like, oh, a lot of makeup and blah blah blah. But I was like, like no, he's interesting. Famous. That was bold of me. <laughs> that was bold. But um but yeah, so uh so so yeah, we've established you were a child actor. Um, but in your in your uh post childhood, in your adulthood, some might call it um what what are you up to what what sort of things are you into what are you know tell us about yourself oh sure 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 uh I'm still acting uh doing um a lot of stand-up now in this weird zoom stand-up era yes Uh, but I'm still trekking along with that um and I have my one woman show 50 shades of mix coming out virtually which will be such an interesting experience my first one woman show but it'll be virtual I'll be at a a theater and everybody else will watch it from their homes I told everyone they don't have to wear pants that's the best although um, it is a lot about my childhood so maybe wear yeah so maybe I I don't know uh, yeah I mean like we just shouldn't talk about not wearing we pants is, is sort of how I feel. Cause like a lot of people right. probably won't be, but then if they think about it, they're like, it's a little scummy. A little yeah. Creepy. A little bit. A little um, bit. <laughs> I, there was, there's a podcast that I like uh, called morbid and they did like a live show during quarantine where they were like, similarly were like in a theater. And I think they had like, you know, there's two hosts and they had like their s- significant others in the audience, but like, that was it. So did you at least get to have, someone in the audience to like give you some energy well I haven't done it yet so it will be actually live on November 13th oh cool I know so like and then it'll stream and then people can get it um cool I think I'll probably have my mom there I will probably have my mom um but yeah I mean like even with my shows I am quarantined with my mom so uh she's been at my zoom shows shows, and my cat and my dog so they're very supportive sometimes yeah Um, yeah (laughs) um no that's good though because I feel like that's that's a good if you have to have one person that's um that's kind of good because they're just they're gonna they're gonna be like yeah like they're you know your 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 parents are always gonna uh be like oh my god isn't my daughter funny yeah ish like my mom like again I was a child actor so she she like will like tell me like that hit that didn't yeah, yeah, <laughs> which, yeah, is, yeah. which is great actually I need that feedback mm-hmm. um you know and it but it's nice to have relatives support you like um some of my relatives actually listen to my podcast and how many people can actually say that I, I also podcast um how many people can say that their relatives listen to their podcast so I'm lucky that yes, I have absolutely I have just as many relatives that ignore all of it yes (laughs) you know yeah I um I just released the first episode of my podcast so just to timestamp because I'm not sure when we're going to release this but um it's uh uh, October 4th so I released the first episode on October 1st um and so far I know my brother has listened to it um I don't know if anyone else has 
Um, it's weird but... though. Like, do you feel, so for me, I was like cool with like the people that I knew that were listening to my podcast. And then when other people were like, like other family members were like, I'd love to listen to it too. And I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay. So like <laughs> I, I have a pretty open relationship with my whole family and like nothing like we don't like we're not like naked in front of each other or anything but in terms of like my experiences they know sort of like they don't know the gory details but they know that I've like done drugs they know that I've been really drunk like they know that I've had like bad significant others like they're they're pretty privy to sort of the big plot points of my life um and my uh shameful moments um, but there are some episodes where I'm like, it's just like, I don't know if you were going to, but don't. Yeah. I, I really don't. Also, like, sometimes, like, I feel like I vent a little too much on mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh, what did I say? Did I say anything? Like about editing that you? up? Yeah. <laughs> but it's already up. And now you're just going back. Don't go back. Just listen to new episodes now that I know Only that you're ones. listening. <laughs> Only new ones. The, the old ones, they were the audio quality is so bad. You're not even going to be able to get through them. So, Horrible. So um, especially number five and six. Do not listen do not to listen. that. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. What's your podcast called? Oh, uh, well, I do. I'm, I'm one of those crazy per- people that do a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I do one called Serial Killer, where we pair breakfast cereal and true crime. Cool. And I do one called Haunts and Hops, where we pair beers and hauntings. Beers and, and hauntings. Um, you know, we're all ghost hunters uh, of some some experience level. Sure. Um, so it's kind of there's a real there's a there's some expertise in it, um, but we are drinking. Um, sure. And <laughs> I do one called. Um, I do another one called hysterical where we talk about hyster- uh, historical figures. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and there's a few others, but that's no. enough. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're fucking churning them out. Content queen. Here's the thing. Like I started podcasting like years and years ago. And at mm-hmm. first I was um, doing a live show for, like a, a live one at comic cons and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then we were on like a station and then the station like, just was horrible and so we I just set up a set up at my house yeah and then what happens is people come over your house and they get drunk or something they're like you know what we should do and I'm like what start a podcast and they're like yes, yes. yeah <laughs> and then absolutely <laughs> that's what happens it's so it's so easy it's not easy obviously it's like there's work involved in the podcast but it is you know it's a good way to be creative it's, it's an accessible medium for creativity because it's because I mean like I you know I have headphones and I have you know a nice I have a nice mic um but I mean when I was in college um a friend and I did a podcast and we would literally just record it on our phones like in our voice memos because the voice quality would be nice and if you're in a quiet room then you know that's fine it's fine so um yeah I think um I think it's yeah I mean it's yeah it's not easy like you have to put in work but it's um it's accessible sort of like like a lot of people are able like there's a reason that the market is kind of oversaturated and it's because like people who have something to say can say it pretty easily and especially now that um anchor exists yeah it's totally free I was a sucker paying for SoundCloud for two years um dude me too I was playing ugh I and now I'm on anchor and I am in love also like I'm a big anchor fan 
this this is going to turn into an anchor.fm like commercial but like I've started making revenue more than I ever did on other platforms so oh I believe it well because good to know you know like I said I just posted my first episode so I like I just don't think there's been enough time to pair me with like advertisers or whatever and like record ads and stuff but I mean I like they have it down like I do not doubt that I will make a decent chunk of change um nothing crazy because granted I don't know how many people well I know how many people listen to this past episode but I don't know how I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a phenom but I'm not sure if that's gonna gonna happen it's gonna happen I believe in you thanks thanks I appreciate it I think um (laughs) I think you know I mean I don't know we can be the judge but I think I'm funny and god damn it if my mom doesn't think I'm funny so and that's all you need really that's the only my mom has a good sense of humor Jason Bateman's her hall pass I I mean oh that's a good one yeah she's (laughs) loved as she would say she's loved him since Silver Spoons back in the day wow okay well like she's an OG love she's an (laughs) OG Bateman head OG um it's I'm so funny proud of her. yeah well because so and she has a friend who lives in Hollywood and is like I guess like three people away from Jason Bateman who is and this friend is like one of her high school best friends and she's like um what's happening so when right? are you introducing us like but um but yeah, anyway, not to talk about our moms I too love much. That. <laughs> Let's just talk about our moms. I feel like that's better. <laughs> mom, if you're listening, love you. <laughs> love you, mommy. <laughs> love you, mom. I talked to my mom this morning and um, uh, uh, her best friend is my godmother and sent me like, she is a very successful realtor in the DC area. And one of her clients like works for a media company and, and has a, an open, like posted on Facebook about like, oh, if you know people like tell me that they applied and, or whatever, and, and have them apply to this. And, and she was like, you, like, you should definitely apply whatever. And I'll put in a good word for you. And then I was like, I will. Then I didn't. And for like the week. And then I was talking to my mom today and she was like, have you applied yet? And I'm like, no, I've been busy. And she was like, well, you have to apply today. I'm like, it's Sunday. Sunday. Mom, it's Sunday. We can just revert back. Like as soon like. But she's my mom. So I applied. (laughs) (laughs) Moral of the story. Listen to your mom. Yeah. So I applied (laughs) for that job right before recording. Um, Thank you, mom. Thank you for pushing me to be the best I can be. Um, (laughs) yay. So, uh, you said you have food related. Yes. I'm kind of fascinating as a, as a, as a shame thing, like as like, as an embarrassing story thing. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm also very like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not a dumb person. Like I am Mm -hmm. intelligent, but I do such stupid things sure sometimes you know like I just I you know like one time I thought it would be really fun like interesting to like how hot is the lighter and you know those this is back in the day you used to have like lighters that you pushed in in your car and they would pop up when they were hot well that's uh, what you put car chargers in now right but they used to have like a thing that you yes actually pushed in and it got hot to do the cigarette to do the cigarette and so I had one of those in my car and I was like what I wonder how hot 
how hot it is. I burned off my fingerprint because it's real hot, you guys. It's super just hot. Not, it's really like, don't go. Mm. Who, knew, who knew that a car could make something so hot? Probably every everyone but me. <laughs> I mean, from, from such things as explosive highway crashes, who thought, and, and gas fires, who thought? <laughs> I mean, again, I'm From brilliant. such hits. That's pretty funny though. I am. Um, so this, this one food, what I'm gonna, uh, I've always had weird issues with food. Like, um, my dad was kind of like a torturer kind of with food. Um, oh, like cool vibes, like cool vibes. Like one time I sat at a Norm's diner, um, for hours because he decided that my kid's meal was going to have lima beans. And I was like, well, I'm not flipping eating it. So we just were like, he's like well then we're not leaving and I was just like cool so I've done that at my (laughs) I remember doing that at my personal dining room table in our home not in a restaurant yeah I did it at a restaurant yeah Uh, what I would do at our personal home until I got caught was I had really big cheeks I still kind of do and I would stuff food that I didn't like in my in my cheeks which is stupid again because why it's already in my mouth like you're already tasting it the hard part's over correct correct so this is not brilliant so then I would stuff it in my cheeks and then I'd be like I have to go to the bathroom and then I would spit it out I mean it's brilliant if you knew you were being poisoned <laughs> I guess. I guess. but as just like a kid who doesn't like broccoli it's like you've done the hard part again I am brilliant in other areas so this then is I why you have this, you have serial killer documentary or a <laughs> podcast exactly other areas I'm brilliant mm-hmm. so then I got caught and then I wasn't allowed to go to the bathroom during dinner anymore mm-hmm. which is lame so obviously I have weird things with food mm-hmm. um so so I would like to say that this thing happened when I was a kid but it didn't um I was about 20 something like 22 23 you were some some people call that the the second adolescence well clearly it was <laughs> because i decided to make s'mores on the stove with a fork yeah so i put the marshmallow on my fork and i roast the marshmallow and it's all toasty and then i make my s'more and there's just like this little bit of marshmallow stuck on the fork and i just go why well, can't i can't waste that i can't leave it i can't leave it so you can't leave nat- that. I can't. I can't waste a marshmallow. So naturally, I I licked the marshmallow, which stuck. Which a hot. So when you put metal on fire, it gets hot. Yes, it's and it's so, conductive. It's conductive. Right. And then also when you put like sticky stuff on it too, it gets even. You know, like it, it's hot. So then I put it on my tongue. You basically put hot. like molten sugar on your tongue. Uh, and then I, uh, obviously knowing I did something bad, uh, as I hear my tongue sizzle, <laughs> rip it off, turn around to my family and go, I think I did something bad. Your tongue <laughs> is just, on the fork. <laughs> right? It's just a single tear. I think I did I something did bad. <laughs> Your parents are like, ding, ding. Um, yes, you did. Astute observation there. 
Well, I, I, I so think tough. I just like another time I thought baking baking naked would be really cool for my boyfriend. I was like, I was like, I'm baking naked for you. Also, hot things on your body. It's not sexy when you're like burning. I never like, got the sexy food thing. Never got the whipped cream. Oh. Never got it. Seems like um hmm. seems too sticky for what it is. Well, see, I never did like the like, well, I probably did put some stuff on me. But <laughs> this was like I was just like naked and cooking for for him. Right, right. And right. then and then and you then, got like an oil burn. <laughs> correct. Yeah. And areas that you should just not get an oil burn. One time yeah. I was trying to do a like a really cute like cigar thing. I was like naked with a cigar. Then the cigar cashed on my stomach. <gasps> Hell. And I just panicked and my boyfriend at the time was like, get up, get up. And I was just like, I, I'm I paralyzed. I simply paralyzed. Can't. Right. So I have two little cash burns. On oh <laughs> no. But I think I looked really sexy until that point. I think like, I'll bet. I, I think it was it. really hot. Yeah. And then it got hot. It was like hot and then hot. Yeah. I, um, I will say, I actually, as you were telling the marshmallow story, I forgot that you prefaced it with that you were 22 and I was mentioning you as a kid. And then I realized, oh my God, she was 22 and she did that, which is important to keep in mind, listeners, as, as about someone putting molten marshmallow on, on their tongue with the metal fork. Um, You're Chaps, saying that wasn't an age appropriate action? You know, I mean, listen, I've, I've, I, when I was 22, I was a senior in college, so I got no leg to stand on there in terms of, um, in terms of dumb decisions or not dumb decisions, age appropriate decisions, some might say. Right. Um, yeah, I, um, well, for those of you who are listening who um, went to college with me, um, they will know that um, I had a bit of a habit in college um, where I never blacked out, not once. I never blacked out from drinking ever. Still haven't to this day. Same. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. Is there a badge, like a Girl Scout badge? No, yeah, maybe it's not. Called, yeah, it's, it's called um, not never going to have to go to AA. Woo. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> but, um, but I was notorious um, for throwing up at pregames. Like it, it, it was just, I don't know. It would, something would happen where I would take a shot or I would have one sip of a drink and I would be like, we've hit it folks. We've hit, <laughs> this is, this is where it ends. And, uh, I'd have to, I'd quietly excuse myself to the bathroom. By the time I was a sophomore, I was super good at it. And I would just quietly excuse myself to the bathroom, have a lady like throw up, get a glass of water really? and get like a, like a, you know, a keystone light or whatever was on offer like a very a very light drink that's mostly water just to kind of like keep it going but to also give myself a break um so one time when I was a junior uh, my good friend uh we'll call her Rachel for the sake of this but um Rachel was in was studying abroad in Italy and I went to go visit her and uh for my spring break and uh, cause I was not studying abroad at the time ever, uh, in fact, but just to clarify, definitely at the time I was not studying abroad. Um, so I went to go visit her and 
uh, one night she was like, so we're going to go with some people from my program and we're going to go, we're going to go get a really nice dinner. Um, so we went to like this really cool, like little, you know, Italian restaurant, you know, just the most delicious food I'd ever had in my life. I'm, you know, penne alla vodka and, you know, seafood linguine and just like all this crazy good stuff. Um, and you know, delicious wine at dinner. And so I'm doing all that. And then we're, we're, we go out, like we go, you know, we're out on the town and um, we go to this one bar that has a like notorious drink. And I don't know what hmm. exactly it is, but um, it's basically like a very strong beer, like something to the tune of like 10% beer um, with like a lollipop in it. And yes. I don't know why, but I don't ask questions. I have never <laughs> felt the way I felt after drinking it. It was, it was incredible. It was, it was, I mean, and it was like, I knew that I wasn't drinking like liquor, but I felt like I was like, I like every, like, like everything that was entering my body was 100% grain alcohol. Like it really felt like that. Um, and we're like dancing and we're having a good time. I'm drinking this fucking huge beer with a lollipop in it. And then, and I'm thinking, cause at this point it's like one in the morning. So I'm thinking like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to get you home. Made, you made it I'm going to be a little hung over tomorrow, but you know what? I'm in Italy. So I'm going to go get a fucking, you know, gorgeous piece of bread and a cappuccino and then fucking walk around the river. Okay, word. That's a fine way to spend a hangover. I feel the familiar ticklings coming <laughs> of having to uh, relieve myself. I can't go to the bathroom. Like, it's, it's not possible. The line is too long. So I have to sprint outside where it is, I'm not kidding, the hardest rain I've ever been in in my life. It is pouring rain i'm talking spider-man kiss level rain so much rain i'm talking darcy when he confesses his love to elizabeth for the first time rain so much rain so romantic really so romantic <laughs> of me to vomit undigested pasta into these italian cobblestone streets and there yes. are people walking by like filthy like as eh, a filthy american which i was I am at the moment, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just, <laughs> and my friend's like, okay, I think we're going to go home. I think we're going to go home now. I think, I think uh, it's over for Anna. <laughs> um, so I think Anna's going to go home. So I went home. Um, but I was like, and I got back to uh, the apartment. I'm soaking wet. Uh, I can't really take a shower because the apartment that my friend was staying in was like, they didn't really have hot water, I don't think. I don't know if that's an American luxury that, I, that I've gotten too used to, but it was like, I don't know, for some reason it was like a shower was like not going to be a thing that was enjoyable. And um and I had sleep on the couch, uh, which is fine. Like I was, yeah. you know, you know, 
I was crashing there for free. And, you know, so I was totally fine, but just given the conditions that I was in, um, it was, it was like a really rough night. And I don't think I, I think I had like, I, it was just so violent when I vomited in the street that I don't think I had to that night, but it was like, that was the only time when I've been in a foreign country where I've been like, I want to be back in America so bad. I want to be in my bed with a light blue Gatorade, quietly sipping it and watching planet earth. I do not want to be in this country anymore. <laughs> um, because I was just like, I was just like, this is not the energy that I'm trying to bring into this country. And I'm not trying to bring into my experience of this country. Yeah, um, that's the thing. So yeah, and 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 it was just tough that it was undigested, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't thrown up a lot from alcohol, like maybe once in my life. And I was... I was, I was, yeah. So I used to be a regular model and now I'm a plus size girl. You know? uh-huh. And so I had this brilliant idea one day that I would go back. I would go backwards. I would stop being a you plus would, size model and I would be. You're like, I'm over, I'm over, I'm over these ugly clothes. Yes. That they I'm make over. for plus size people. Exactly. So I'm just going to go back to being a regular model. And so I was like, I was doing something very healthy, like five, 600 calories, you know, something like that. Oh my God. (laughs) And I went to a- um, A borderline eating disorder. Oh, completely eating disorder. We could go into my eating disorders, a variety, but this this one was for like a week. Um, So then like, we decide, me and my friends decide we're going to go to Vasquez Rocks, which is like Pride Rock, do, uh, you know, from like, um, yeah, Blanking. yeah, it's the actual, it looks exactly like that. So mm-hmm. um, we were like, and this is go. in, this is in uh, LA. Yeah. It's like okay. right outside of LA. And so we're like, oh, we're going to go there and we're going to watch the meteor showers. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And so then we go and I was like, Maybe. you're like, hold on. I need my crouton. Right. I was like, maybe I should eat a little bit more than I usually do. And I was like, nah, mm-hmm. whatever. So we go out there and I drink a whole shit ton of whiskey, like a whole shit ton of whiskey. Which and is then, already, even for a healthy person, a mistake. It, t- it is a mistake. And then I'm like, oh, and we also have PBR. Let's just PBR, PBR, PBR. Whiskey. Um, whiskey, whiskey, PBR. And, um, and then I get crazy. <laughs> Of course, because you've drinking PBR and whiskey because I guess you're in a bar in the middle of Tennessee. I don't know. This was a this was a time in LA where PBR was like $10 a can. Like everybody was like PBR is so cool. Was it it was probably um it was probably in uh the like 2014 Lana Del Rey like yeah, like, old guys in PBR. Yeah, it was just like that magical time that it wasn't really magical. Mm-hmm. So then I started hearing these sounds in the like, like shrubberies, mm-hmm. very shrubberies. And I'm like, oh my God, there's pterodactyls here. <laughs> Let's climb Pride Rock. Word. And everyone lists, all the girls listened to me. Well, because the- <laughs> clearly you weren't the only one that was fucking shotgunning whiskey and PBR at the same time. No, apparently. I mean, not. I can't get over that combination. That is so deadly to me. It's so it's so beautiful. What are you talking about? It's great. So we climb Pride Rock. We get all the way to the top. We do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then we um, climb down. Um, I'm still uh, one girl falls. And she's like, I'm okay. I'm like, cool. Let's go. Wakes up in the morning with a broken tibia. Oh, her whole side was just slashed up. But at this point, we don't feel it. We're like, let's go pee in the bushes. Oh my God, that we are hearing pterodactyl sounds and we come back out. Mm-hmm. And I just vomit completely and totally into the PBR box. Ooh. You know, just like, awesome. And I, and I don't tell anyone because I don't even think I realized it really. You didn't like, realize the implications. Right. You, <laughs> I was you, just like, to you, you were like container vomit. Right. right. And so then we. Done. we yeah, so I vomit and we come back from peeing and everything like that. And then the guys are like, hey, did you see those mountain lions tracking you? Mm. We're like, no, but I heard the pterodactyls. And they're like, no, it was mountain lions. I was like, pretty sure it was pterodactyls, dude. <laughs> like, shut the fuck oh up. Oh my God. That's <laughs> yeah. horrifying. That's horrifying. And then as we're leaving, somebody picks up, like, you know, we're picking up all our stuff to leave and somebody <laughs> picks up the PBR, the extra PBR, which is now filled with covered in vomit my 500 calorie diet yeah all six croutons all six croutons <laughs> that's the glamorous life of hollywood you guys that's yeah you're yeah i'm missing out <laughs> yeah it's um yeah they're um i also i don't know if um when so i just graduated college in 2019 um because i'm baby um but uh, yeah yeah it's yeah because um you know as a I I don't know if I will have mentioned this on a on another episode by this when I release this because I don't know what I'm gonna but um you're one of uh many people who I got through the uh create the like a creators forum that I posted this and and so which is really cool because I'm talking to people who um are not my closest friends and who um who aren't my age and who didn't go to college with me and stuff like that but um be and but so I just preface this because like for whatever reason and I don't know if you have you've had similar experiences um uh it it was like always a thing to go get Mexican food before like different date parties or like special events at my college Mm. um like that was like a big thing that people always did because honestly because you could get a lot for pretty cheap and you could they also never carded you for margaritas um so I think that was the main thing um but in hindsight as you know, someone who pays rent and someone who uh, can legally buy alcohol and all these things. I'm like, that is the worst food actually to eat before a night of binge drinking. Cause you're like, mm, spices, mm, spicy food. And then, and then you're like, mm, Smirnoff raspberry. Like that's a terrible combination. It's a terrible combination. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, yeah, I found it. And and then those were always the nights where I was like, mm, I feel terrible. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Because oh, shit. Your, your body isn't built to ingest these two things at once. You understand no. that, right? And I was like, I think I need to do it like six more times before I understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm like that with like food in general. Like mm-hmm. I just like, I love food. And I'll try anything. Like mm-hmm. I've tried some really disgusting shit in my life, but mm-hmm. 
I always go, okay, like I'm going to remember that I'm not going to do this anymore. And then I do it, you know, um, like I'm going to remember that, you know, when I get high, I shouldn't go to Jack in the Box three times in one night. Like I should yes. remember that. Yet. Yet I find the receipts. Here we are. <laughs> Yet. Yet I look, I look next to me in the morning and there he is. Jack in the Box. <laughs> there he is that taco combo um, <laughs> i've never i've never been to the west coast so um i've never had jack in the box but i've heard some i've heard interesting stories about it i i seek to try it you should try it you should try del taco as well i, I don't think you guys have del taco we do not have del taco here on the east yeah. coast we have um well in the in the southeast coast we have cookout which oh. is delicious that was that was um our high food at the College of William and Mary. Um, shouts out. Um, but, uh, my cousin, my cousin went to William and Mary. So. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! <laughs> so, uh, I have some. I have some family in Alexandria. Oh, that's right near me. <laughs> I, that's where my family, near where my family's from. But um, but yeah. So we had cookout. But then I, I don't think there's a lot of East Coast specific. Um, like junk like, food. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have like Popeyes? We do have Popeyes. Yeah, that's pretty national. That's not super regional. No. Um, you guys don't have. Um, well, you have Hardee's, and we have uh, Carl's Jr. Right. I've seen I've seen both, like around, but I also have never gone to either. It's okay. I mean, you're gonna be yeah. fine. I mean, I'm gonna sleep. It's fine. I I. <laughs> that was the weirdest sneeze ever sorry <laughs> it just like would not come out i was like come out then i loved your prep for it i was like uh. very um very actressy of you to be like hold on i'm in the moment one time i i, I was in the laramie project which i don't mm-hmm. know if anybody's seen the laramie project it's a great and important yes piece. yes very long and very and, um, yeah and very intense um so i was on stage for like a guy's monologue that every night his monologue would get progressively longer every single night he'd take take more pauses he'd feel like a lot more he'd be like yeah and we're like okay so this one night which was like his longest monologue night ever i had to sneeze and i was like i can't sneeze it's like really important i can't and uh i don't know if you've ever held in a sneeze for like half an hour plus it hurt that sounds awful good it was horrible and he didn't really appreciate it either so i'm sure he didn't no he sounds like a guy who um does not appreciate the things other people do for him no not at all as as someone who uh has been around a handful of actors um yeah (laughs) that's my actor (laughs) yeah it's the (laughs) yeah yeah i um well, cause I've always very much wanted to be famous. Um, but I, I think I'm actually a bad actor. I don't think I'd be good at it. So many famous people are, so you can I know. Well, chase your dream. I mean, yeah, true. But I don't, I don't, I think, I feel like, um, I don't, uh, there's some thing that I don't have, but I still really want to be famous and I really want people to know who I am and I want to be thought of as universally good looking, but I, don't have the thing that makes it so that I can like take a script and be like 
what are my motivations? Like, I don't have that. And I don't know what. So you don't have douchebaggery? <laughs> yeah, but I'm not calling all actors douchebags because I don't No, just want the ones to. I'd ask for a motivation. <laughs> Again, your words, not mine. I'm just, I'm not calling them douchebags. I'm just saying I don't have that thing that makes me want to go into acting, which I think is probably why I started a podcast. I think oh, I yeah. just like myself too much to pretend to be anyone else. That's great. Like you're, you're, you're uh, an on-air personality. That's what you're, I, I am fine with morphing into anybody's best friend on screen. Yeah. Um, because is that what you audition for all, all the, time? the time? Yeah. I'm, I'm half black, but I'm, I'm, I'm in that ethnically ambiguous area. Yeah. You're in that Rashida Jones sweet spot. Correct. So that means uh, I am, I am automatically, and I'm sassy. So I'm, I'm a sassy comedic best friend. And you have curly hair, so you can't be a main character. And Sorry. oh no, I can never be a main character. And I've had curl, and people are always like straighten your hair, and I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't. Know. I don't really want to. I don't really want to. Like I, I, I'm like a ten minute get ready kind of girl. Same. You know? Yeah. I don't want to be there for hours. I just don't like I, when I have to share a room for Comic Con because a lot of us that's comic-con is crazy mm -hmm. um people are always like but you're done and you're ready for the next party and i'm like yeah i know yeah. so let's just go so let's go i'm yeah like no i'm the same way <laughs> i'm the same yeah. way where i'm like <laughs> it's like this is it's like imagine you're my friend getting ready <laughs> yeah it's, it's so, so like time. what's your what's your timeline do you think I'm just wondering when I should call the Uber. Thir 20 minutes? Screen, 45 minutes later. No, it's just, no, I mean, I, it's not like I'm trying to be there like right on time. It's just like, you know, there's gonna be a line and like, you know, it's, it's general admission. So. That's me. That's my impression of me waiting for my friend to get ready to go to. In this case, I, I sort of morphed it into a concert at Terminal 5, but uh, could be anything. It could be anything. I mean, that's 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 basically me too, except for I I sometimes I'm just like, can we I I I have to be on time. I do I do too. I have major yeah. time anxiety. Major yeah. time anxiety. Yeah. So I'm just like Okay. <laughs> like I will like for doctor's appointments and stuff I show up 30 if not 45 minutes early always and then they always take me like fucking an hour late I'm like this, this is my fucking time anxiety time. I've like, gotten a coca-cola go to people's house and like you know like for like an event or whatever and I'm always super early so that I just stay in the car and I wait until it's an appropriate amount of you know, and then I get out of my car. I have one very good friend who um, is always late to everything, including her own birthday party, which, and, um, so I, I got there like half an hour after the time, like on the invitation had said that it had started. And I called her and I was like, Hey, like, you know, what's the vibe? She was like, I'm not there yet. And I'm like, okay, um, guess I'll go eat. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of planned my night around this, like, but this she's so fun. <laughs> she's so fun that it, that it's fine. I forgive her for it. She's, she's oh, so great in so many other ways that I forgive her for this 
in in some cases in in my opinion unforgivable flaw <laughs> i find it to be sometimes unforgivable in certain people but yeah like it just, especially like dates and stuff Ooh. i can't date someone who's late just too stressed like you just don't want to see me after i've been waiting for you for a long time well and also I it's like stressed. oh oh do you hate me <laughs> like do you, were you so dreading this date that you waited until the last possible second to leave and then got caught in traffic like you're saying you are or are you just a late person and you're lying to me <laughs> which is it <laughs> and that just is a really great and they're like it's our second day. date <laughs> and i'm like okay but i'm ready i'm i'm either in or i'm out so let's so are you are you someone who's late or do you not like me Either way, this isn't going to work out, but I need to know why so I can journal about it. And I'm definitely not leaving until I get an answer. <laughs> and you're paying. Duh. Like, why are fucking... we single? Why am I single? I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> why. Why won't anyone date me for more than six months? Is it the intensity? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm probably, I'm a Scorpio. Scary. I'm a Scorpio too. I'm a Scorpio Sagittarius cusp. Oh. I'm November yeah. 21st. Yeah, you've got you got some stuff. <laughs> and then I'm stuff. an Aries moon and a Cancer rising. I'm just like water on water on water. Me. Yeah, people people have who are better at astrology stuff than me have told me that my chart is very fiery. And not necessarily in that I have a ton of fire signs, but just in that, like, just in like, whoa, you don't have anything that, like, calms you down <laughs> anywhere. And, yeah, I mean, I guess that's why my ego is the way it is. But, You're ready to be an on-camera personality. I, mean, I, I believe in you. This is your moment. I mean, I bought a ring light. I bleached my hair. What more Those do you are- want from me? essential steps i don't put on makeup but can't be asked to do that it's a fucking zoom it's a podcast god damn it it's an audio medium it's filters on zoom yeah (laughs) yeah i mean thank god my poor siblings are in both in college and they're doing like zoom college and i'm so grateful every day that i'm excuse me, that I'm not in Zoom college and that my job doesn't require like Zoom meetings. Um, I mean, I think like if there's a power that I'd be, I thank you because I would be so much more depressed <laughs> if, if I had to get on Zoom every day and not like do this. Like it would just, it would, I, I can't, I can't believe I, I mean, I get that it's like this, it's, it's for the best right now. And like, I totally support like online school and online right. university. Like I do, I agree that it's the best from a public health standpoint, but uh, it just, it bums me out. Can't do it. Yeah. yeah it, it was an adjustment uh, to have to be on Zoom every day. I'm just yeah. like thrilled. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. people want to do it for like recreational and I'm like, I don't really want to do that for any like yeah that's that's sort of like in the beginning of quarantine I did a handful of like zoom game nights or whatever with some of my friends 
and it was fun. Like it was, it was fun to like, sort of like actually talk with them instead of just texting and like our group chat and stuff. But it's also like, by the time I hang up, I'm, I'm still kind of like, I'm like tired. Like I don't, and not in the good way of like, man, what a good night with my friends. It's like, it's like, oh man, I can't wait to not look at a screen anymore. I don't know. I think it's that it's the screen. I'm like, yeah, I, I just can't look at a screen. For yeah. There was, a, I think, I'm not sure if this is New York times or New Yorker, but there was an interesting article I saw about how people are like, I am like doing stuff with people on Zoom, but I'm still feeling really lonely and I'm still feeling really tired in a way that I don't when I talk to people and say like a meeting at work or like if I go to a bar with my friends. And I guess someone was saying like, I think it's because you're not getting those sort of like not that nonverbal energy from people. Mm. So like you're not seeing someone like not along with like an idea you have at work or or like you know like doing like the mm, yeah I totally agree like you're not getting as much of that you're not getting that like just in-person energy with people yeah um which I think is a really good point because like I do think that that is something that like is and I mean like granted um like just I've only done this on zoom so far this particular podcast but my podcast in college we would have guests on and um I noticed a huge difference like I mean this is great and I and so far like everyone's been awesome and guests have been good and I feel like it's been good but it's so much better when you can get like in a space with someone and sort of like get a read on them and like kind of you know, just, I think body language is a huge thing, you know, that like people are really missing out on right now. Yeah. And I just think like, we're so like, we're connected obviously through, Mm -hmm. but there's also like this like delay or there's like this, I don't know, you can't, you can't really get the cues of each other. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, it'll do for, it'll do for, I listen, I'd rather zoom with my friends than have COVID. Absolutely. Correct. That is also I am on board for that. Small well. sacrifices. <laughs> yes. Um, so what I've, what I've been doing is I've been trying to figure out like a good question to sort of like wrap up the, the podcast that sort of like is fun, but also ties in with the theme. So mm-hmm. like, if you were a food, mm-hmm. what food would you be? I would be, um, I would be some sort of gnocchi dish. Love me too. So good. I made um, it over quarantine. It was pretty good. It's not a big deal. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but what kind of sauce would you be? No. Um, Vodka. <laughs> and that's the only answer that should happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I would be something like tri-tip mac and cheese. Ooh. <laughs> or like some kind of loaded fry. Like, Ooh, yeah. The other day I made enchilada fries. So I like <sighs> enchilada and cheese and all this. That like, sounds coffee. so good. I feel like I would be something like that because like, I'm just like, I have a lot of stuff going on, but they all kind of taste good together, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like things that you're not necessarily expecting, but you're like, yeah. God, that's a gorgeous bite. Yeah. It's it, an awesome it, bite. It marries each other very well. It's good. It's good. That's how I feel. Like I just, I'm, I'm something with like a lot of stuff on it. I'll, I'll go with some kind of like French fry dish that has like a lot of stuff on it. Yeah, like a, like a, like a loaded situation. Yeah, I yeah. totally. I think that's great. That's a great answer. 
Yeah, I just said I just said gnocchi because I really like pasta, but I'm not Italian. I'm very Irish and it's a potato pasta. So I was like, perfect. That makes, that <laughs> um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Two of my pasta. favorite things, potatoes and pasta. Um, well, uh, this has been great. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, I'm, I'm super happy to have had you on. Um, is there anything that you... You know, you mentioned your your one woman comedy show. So do you want to talk about that and, and sort of plug away? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, you can find all my information at Anastasia W on Twitter at Anastasia Wash on Instagram. Anastasia TV on YouTube if you want to see like little clips and stuff like that. Um, but I do have my one woman show coming up. Fifty Shades of Mixed Confessions of Your Ethnically Ambiguous uh, Best Friend is the <laughs> title of it. And that's there. a really good title. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and um, there's links to it all in my social stuff. So. Um, okay. Awesome. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, what I'll have is um, I'll put the link for that show in the, in the show notes um, and stuff when, when I post this and I'll make sure to post it before your show. Um, but yeah. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, definitely check out Anastasia's live show. If this is any indication, it's obviously going to be hilarious. Um, it's going to be awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, make sure, um, on the, on the podcast side to, uh, rate and review wherever you're listening. Um, there, uh, you know, we're all over the place, Spotify, iTunes, uh, breaker, overcast, pocket cast, anchor all this we we obviously had the anchor commercial in in the middle of this um so yeah definitely uh check us out um all the links to all the different services uh where you can find the podcast itself is um in the link in the bio in our instagram at oh no the pod make sure you follow that i'll be posting little little clips and you know just fun stuff there um if you really like me and really like this podcast please feel free to join our Patreon, where uh, you will be getting um, ad-free versions of all the episodes. Plus, um, you get free stickers whenever we get new designs. Yeah, and it's only it's uh, only three bucks a month, so it's nothing nothing too crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, so that is pretty much. I never know how to outro. I don't have a phrase yet. Um, It'll come to you. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, so stay ashamed, people. Send me your stories uh, if you have them. If you want to be on, let me know. Um, But yeah, just uh, I guess I'll catch you all on the flip side. Thanks so much. And thanks again, Anastasia. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. A big thank you to all my patrons, Grace Murray, Lindsay, Morgan McCarthy, Alana Coleman, Kira Sears, Jillian Townsend, Schaefer Nelson, Clay Moyhan, and Haley Pregnall. Thank you guys so much. Uh, You're the best. And if you want to be a patron, uh, make sure you sign up in the link in the show notes. Ono's theme song was written, performed, and recorded by Katie Stahl and Mackenzie Haight. And the amazing cover art was done by Devante Burse, uh, at Devante Burse on all socials, at designed by Devante on Instagram.